0: Thank you for joining the worship services of Shoto, Brady, and Dutton United Methodist Churches. I'm Pastor Julie King, and I'm so grateful for digital technology that allows you to join us from wherever you are in the world. You can join us every week by clicking the links on our Facebook at facebook.com shotoumc Shoto UMC or on our website at umshoto.net. If you like what we are doing and would like to financially support us in ministry, you can find more contact information on our website, and again, that's umshoto.net. We're so grateful that you are joining us. The scripture reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were enticed and led astray to idols that could not speak. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says, let Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit now there are varieties of gifts but the same spirit and there are varieties of services but the same lord and there are varieties of activities but it is the same god who activates all of them in everyone to each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good to one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom And to another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the discernment of spirits. To another, various gifts and kinds of tongue. To another, the interpretation of tongues all these are activated by one and the same spirit who allots to each one individually just as the spirit chooses this is the word of god for the people of god thanks be to god amen Well, this is not how I expected that I would be joining all of you for worship this week. If you have not yet heard at this point or figured it out, our household has a positive COVID case. And so our entire family is quarantined for at least the next week as we work through the waters of COVID hitting our house. Fortunately, at this time, My husband is the only one who has tested positive. He is vaccinated and has very mild symptoms, but he is hanging out in the bedroom by himself and the rest of us are staying downstairs and trying to keep away from the germs and hoping that we don't end up having it pass through all of us. But such is the case. I am very grateful that COVID has allowed me to develop some new technology skills over the last year and a half, two years that have allowed me to learn how to record worship and that we are able to join each other virtually. Anyway, enough about COVID. (laughs) I think we are all very, very over COVID at this point. Today we are beginning a new sermon series that I'm calling Building Character and we will be looking at a variety of ways that our character builds, that our understandings develop as we go through the mountains and the valleys of life. This week I'm particularly focusing on spiritual gifts. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, this is Paul's letter to the people in Corinth. And Paul begins his letter by saying that he does not want the people to be uninformed. He's reminding him that there might be pieces of their experiences or beliefs from their paths. he specifically names it as when they were pagan, that might come up in the midst of their lives even though they've made changes and they have committed themselves to Christ and they have a whole new understanding of faith he's telling him them all that these things from their past might come up and lead them astray this is something that each of us have happened in our own lives I think that we all have very different upbringings as children we have things that were taught to us that we grow up believing and understanding and then throughout our lives we begin to experience life we live life and we learn new things we ask questions and we develop different understandings we might have a complete shift change in our faith we might experience the holy spirit in ways that we were never taught were possible unfortunately as intentional as we are about changing our ways about understanding our new theologies that we have formed we all have these embedded beliefs or embedded theologies from our formative years and sometimes usually when we're going through something really big in our life these embedded beliefs and thoughts and theologies, just kind of jump up out of nowhere. And there's times that they can pull us astray, lead us back to those old ways, and it causes us to kind of fall off the path of faith that we intend to go down. That's exactly what Paul is saying here in the beginning of this letter and what he is reminding them of and so he tells them you know i just i don't want you to be uninformed so let me enlighten you a little bit on all of these spiritual gifts he goes on to tell them that there are a variety of gifts there are many gifts but there are one spirit and there is a huge variety of different services But all of these services are of the same Lord. He also reminds them that there are many activities, but all activities are activated by the same God. What he's really getting down to is that every single one of us are so individual. We are so unique. We are so different, but in a good way. And all of these differences, these different gifts, these varieties of parts of our being that make us so unique, they were created by God. And they were meant to work together in unison. So what are these gifts? Well, Paul specifically lists them in this scripture as being wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracle workers, prophecy, discernment, various kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. These are the ones that he specifically lists. Now, I don't know about you all, but for most of that list, I'm kind of left thinking, huh? Sounds like a bunch of spiritual gibberish that maybe, perhaps it made sense to them 2,000 years ago, but in today's day and age, it's just not really connecting. When was the last time that any of you spoke to a prophet, or maybe the last time that you sat and listened to an interpreter of different tongues? not exactly something that is relevant or we can really identify as happening in our day-to-day lives. As I thought about that, I began looking for more contemporary ways to help us understand this words that would interpret and translate this accurately but put it into a perspective that makes sense for us today. So I pulled out the message translation of the Bible. It's supposed to be the contemporary one. And this is what the message translation says. It says, each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out By the spirit and all kinds of people the variety is wonderful that actually makes sense to me a lot of sense these are the gifts then that the message specifically lists it says that there is wise counsel clear understanding simple trust healing the sick miraculous acts proclamation distinguishing between spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Then it goes on to say that all of these gifts have a common origin, but are handed out one by one by the Spirit of God. He He decides who gets what and when. So that Clear as mud understanding that I had from our original scripture reading is beginning to get a little clearer. Still a little bit cloudy, though, at least for me. So, what do we have from this scripture reading? What does this scripture reading really say to all of us? Honestly, we probably didn't need all of that background to know this. It's probably something or I hope that it's something, that each one of us already know. What we know is that we are all very different people. We all have very different passions. We have different beliefs. We have different experiences and understandings and opinions. We have different customs. You're probably, or at least some of you are probably thinking at this point, okay, pastor, you're not telling me anything new. Get on with it. It might not be something new or a new understanding that this scripture is speaking to us today, but it is something that is very important for each of us to be reminded of. Sometimes we have a hard time understanding one another, especially when tough issues come up, those big hot topic button issues. Understanding that each of us learn differently, that each of us have those different experiences that help us relate to the rest of the world is very important. What one person does not have as an ability or a gift or a passion to do, another person does. See, for some people, they have a huge... Huge passion and it's just part of their being that they are called to work for justice and mercy that they are called to help those who are oppressed and those who are marginalized for others they just don't have that passion sometimes they just don't see it and that's not because they don't care or because they don't have a heart they do that's just not one of their spiritual gifts. For other people, there is a need, a huge need, to plan things out, to have that administrative role, to make sure that there's checklists, to make sure things are color-coded, to make sure that there's organization. A lot of times, those same people are the ones that they need to read up on facts, facts, whether they believe it or disagree with it, they need that information. A lot of times, these people are also the ones that they not only enjoy learning and having information, but they also enjoy teaching the information. They enjoy telling others about it, and they have a very relatable way of telling others about it sometimes. Some of those people might be the ones that just simply write the books and then they let others take over the teaching part of it. There might be others who some of you might fall into this category. Maybe you're sitting there thinking, well, the last book that I read was the comic section of the newspaper. And if that is you, that is perfectly okay. The point is we all have very different gifts and we're supposed to have different gifts god created us that way there are other people who are the service people of life these are my people not because i'm one of them but because i would be completely incomplete without them these are the ones who bake with love and you can just taste it in their food and their generosity these are the people who would bend over backwards to help another person they're the ones who are amazing at reaching out and writing cards and letters and making phone calls they are the ones that when an event is going on they are the busy bees the ones that just bring everything together the very creative minds, the decorators of different spaces. I am not one of those people, but I so, so appreciate what they do. I can dream that stuff up and I can plan it out on paper, but the thought of doing it all exhausts me, but that's okay because That's not my gift, it is their gift, and there is a reason that they are the ones that are good at it. You might be wondering or thinking about now what your own spiritual gifts are, and I hope that you are. To put it quite simply, most likely your spiritual gifts are those things that make you the happiest, those tasks so to speak, that you don't ever feel like are a task because they bring you joy to do them. There are those things in life that fill your cup. They're the things in life that you can work but never feel like you're working a day. If that's what is fulfilling you, that is probably the realm of spiritual gifts that you fall into. And each one of us are called to use these gifts for the benefit of the entire world, to build the kingdom of God. We balance each other out. And it makes peace and harmony when everything is aligned perfectly. Something as a little side note that is important to remember is that asking somebody to do a task or a job that is outside of the realm of their spiritual gift is not usually a good thing. They are not called to do that. They're not going to be good at it. They might accomplish it and they might do okay, but they're not going to enjoy it and the expectations that are set for that person will often fall short because they're doing something that is not their gift. Yeah, sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do, but it's important to remember that as a whole church especially, I'm really talking about in terms of service and keeping the wills of the church turning, it's important not to expect one person or a group of people to do it all because they might not quite meet your expectations. They have to be working within The realm of their own spiritual gifts so anyway that was just a little side note as I said there is a tool out there that is online that will help you all to be able to understand and identify your own spiritual gifts I'm going to put the link to the website up on the screen since we have a screen for everyone this week to use This is on the United Methodist Church, umc.org website. And it's very easy to use. You go online and you just simply read the statement, you click on your answers, and then at the end of it, it will give you your results. Very detailed, very detailed results. There are 20 spiritual gifts that the United Methodist Church recognizes. These spiritual gifts come, of course, from... The scripture reading today from first corinthians but then it also comes from the spiritual gifts scripture that is in romans and that in ephesians once you are done with the assessment you probably will have for well you'll for sure have one result but probably two or three different gifts and i think that they will make a lot of sense to you and you might have kind of that aha moment the uh Assessment is 80 questions long, but um, I sat down and did it. I think it took me maybe 10 or 15 minutes total. Um, So depending on how well you're able to navigate the website and everything, I'd plan on 10, 20, maybe 30 minutes if you need it. But I would really, really, really encourage all of you to go online and do this. If you are joining in person, Um, I did print off some slips of paper so please feel free to take those so you don't have to write the website down my hope is that by doing the spiritual gifts assessment that you will all begin to develop a better understanding not just of the spiritual gifts listed on there but what your personal spiritual gifts are this will help you to maybe have an understanding of yourself Maybe it will help your character to grow. Maybe it will also help you to understand others. A good reminder that we are very different and that everyone is so important in the body of Christ. Each of us have this very unique gift and the variety of gifts but they all work together. They are all activated by God and every single one of them are essential to the kingdom of God. Whatever your spiritual gifts are, know that you are a blessing for using them. I pray that you will use them in the best ways possible, that you will feel that calling to do what brings you joy and happiness so that it may be a blessing to others amen
1: as a fire is meant for burning with a bright Oh, the church is meant for mission giving glory to God's name not to preach our creeds or customs but to build a bridge of care we join hands across the nations finding neighbors everywhere we are learned We are teachers, we are pilgrims on the way We are seekers, we are givers We are vessels made of clay By our gentle, loving actions We would show that Christ is light In a humble, listening spirit a green bud in the springtime Is a sign of life renewed So may we be signs of wonders Mid-earth's people's many hue As a rainbow lights the heavens When a storm is past and gone May our lives reflect the rays Love God's new and glorious and